You need to make some bank with my friends at DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at a bigger payout with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-U-B, SHOW. New customers can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code SHOBSHOW, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on my nuggets. You don't think they're going to sweep the Heat or the Celtics? If you bet on anybody but the Nuggets, don't use my code. Bet the Nuggets. Shop show. Only at DraftKings. And now, Brandon Thickboy Shop. What is poppin', fam? It is Monday, May 29th. It is Memorial Day. Um, I would say happy Memorial Day, but if you know anything about Memorial Day, it's not really a happy day, right? We're honoring those that passed away in combat. So uh, hopefully you're having a good Memorial Day, but uh, the nation got away from what it really represents. It's to honor those that have fallen in uh, combat. So whole barbecue kind of thing. It's, it got out of hand. It became like this weird holiday where people just get out of work and school, but it's really a, uh, a, a thank you. Yeah, that's what it is, a tribute to those that fallen during the time of war and action. So uh, shout out to all the military peeps out there. Love you guys. Uh, shout out to my grandpas, freaking uncles, my dad, all the military peeps in my life. So uh, wouldn't be able to do this freely if you guys didn't fight for it. So love everyone that uh, has been in the military. Shout out to you guys, and hopefully your day is going okay. All right? Uh, very special episode today. We have the great Ray Longo and Matt Sierra on the show today. Um, not a lot going on in the fight world as far as fights go, but the whole Real Housewives of the UFC drama, you know, all that stuff. So we got a lot to talk about with those two guys. If I could buy bottle up their energy of matt sarah sarah and ray longo and put in an energy drink i'd be a billionaire these boys come in hot so i'm looking forward to that conversation uh, as far as road dates go i'm in la jolla this weekend this freaking friday saturday sunday one show on sunday two shows friday two shows saturday one show sunday la jolla comedy store is going down one of my favorite venues in all the land that is june 2nd through the 4th that's this week Friday, Saturday, Sunday, La Jolla Comedy Store. Come get you some. Well, let's just jump right on in then. Let's jump right in with two of the faces of MMA. It is the great Ray Longo and Matt Sierra. Enjoy. What's going on, fellas? Oh, we are? You're on, man. What's up, brother? Brandon, what's up, man? Nice to talk to you, dude. This might be the first time. I'm on any one of your fucking eight podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brendan, really quick. What's up? Let me let me tell you about how this thing got pitched to me. Ready? Yeah. Longo. Hey, Matt. Brendan wants to uh, fly us out first class, but he want to put us up into a hotel and have us do that food truck diary. Yep. What do you say? I go, hey, man. That sounds pretty fucking cool. <laughs> And then I get a fucking update. Oh, we're having a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Budget cuts, man. Budget cuts. No, no. I got duped somehow. No, you know you, you didn't get duped. That's the plan to have you guys out of here, man. That's the plan. This is just this is just catching up, bro. This isn't the real deal, Holyfield. Here, this is. Hey, man. Congratulations. Not you, Longo. I'm talking to Brendan. Congratulations on everything, dude. We, hey, Brendan. We made it. 
You understand? Did we? There's a lot of casualties in this game. Can I do this without looking at Longo? I'm looking at Longo. <laughs> I want to look at Brendan. There's a big... Is there any way we can shift this where I'm looking at everybody? shift it? Oh, Chin says, no, we have to record the screen. Just pretend I'm just pretend I'm Longo. Can we just hear his voice? Is that possible for the podcast? Okay, all right, I'm going to shut up. No, really, sir. What are you doing now? What am I doing? I'm having a good time, you fuck. Yeah. It's Memorial Day. No, oh, I thought you were. I thought you were sucking on your thumb. I didn't know what That's you a were vape. doing. That's a vape. Uh, what were uh, we gonna say though, Matt? Because uh, do you do you, do you ever stop and smell the roses? I don't, man. I don't feel like we've made. I'm I'm, I'm exhausted, man. Well, yes, I do. I'm not gonna lie mm. to you. Somebody <laughs> once wrote on one of my comments. They on, on one of my Instagram things. Mad Sarah lives every day like he just beat GSP. I go, fucking A. <laughs> it could, I could live every day like I just got backfisted for the third time. True. No, but seriously, Brendan, there's a lot of this Now, the sport being over 30 years old now, we're starting to see some some casualties. Some guys that you knew and you see them at events and you high five and Hey, good to see you. How you been? How you feel for the fight? And now all of a sudden, they're not doing so well. Yeah. And, you're, and then... So I have almost like a survivor's guilt sometimes. I tell Longo, I go, Longo, a lot of guys came to the fucking dance after us and left before us. Somehow we're yep. still around. Yep. And uh, I, I, not that it's not deserving. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I, I carry my weight with things. But uh, still, I feel some guy. And I don't shit on anybody. I don't judge anybody. But when you get done, it's almost like a rock star life. And when you get done and then you got to get a nine to five, that's, that's you know. Whatever makes you happy. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think a, I think a lot of it, it. It's just with sports in general. It's you know the UFC takes a lot of heat for it when guys get done. They're like, oh, what are they supposed to do now? You know, they didn't make enough money to ride off in the sunset. Hate to tell you, most sports don't. Unless those guys are smart with their money, everyone has to kind of try to figure out what's the next chapter after. Whether you know, not compared to the military, because Memorial Day, but even the military, those guys get done. They have a special set of skills that doesn't really transition into the real world. Now, some of them do, you know, a lot of them nope. do, but you know, you look yeah. at the Jockos and some of the, those other guys, Tim Kennedy's of the world that came from the military yeah. background and they're massive now in fighting, right. you know, those guys, and obviously your, your, your personality, your smart guy. And then also both of you guys, you know, before you came on, Matt, I was talking about, it's not how, how well you can do it. It's about how long you can do it. Well, and you guys at, uh, you know, Ray Longo and Sears, the camp out there, you guys have been doing it long and pretty damn good for longer than anybody I know. And doesn't look like it's slowing down. You look at your roster and your stable of fighters, man. You guys got something going on out there. I get Longo. Before we dive into that, I got, I got to point something out to you guys. And it just hit me. And I think I thought about this before, but I never brought it up. But it is Memorial Day. And I am a big Sylvester Stallone fan. I am. It's true. From Rocky to Rambo. But let's talk about Rambo for a second. <laughs> this guy with that speech. Oh, I used to drive tanks and drop planes and I can't keep a job. Honking cars. Really? Are you fucking special? You Something's wrong there. <laughs> that the guy can't keep a job. Honking cars. <laughs> but yet he, he can fucking take out fucking five fucking guys in the with a fucking knife in the in the woods and he can fucking build fucking forts and fuck he's like he's like MacGyver before MacGyver, but yet he can't drive a fucking pick can't park a car. Well they didn't have podcasting back then either. Rambo could have podcast. 
I don't think he would have. Well, serious on that one. Yo, can you take a deep breath, please, Ray? Now take a deep breath. Come on. Is this not a good point? Am I going to have to ask Chin what he thinks? No, but leave 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 Chin out of it. No, Brendan brings up a good point because I remember when when Ryan came out of the Navy, he was like, "What the fuck do I do now?" Yeah. Like you're you're talking the elite guys, you know, the Jockos and the Tim Kennedys. Those guys are. Special forces guys, they're always going to be held up on a on a pedestal. But you take the average guy getting off a ship or coming out of the service, they're lost for the most part. They, they want, you know, they just spent four years. They 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 got told what to do, when they were going to eat. Now, all of a sudden, they're out. It's like the same, like you were saying, the same exact it's, thing. It's a tough transition, but also to correlate yeah. that to the UFC, it's like, you know, Matt Serra was a, a world champion. He was a coach on the Ultimate Fighter. Like, Matt Serra was a big yeah. deal. So it's going to be easier. And I'm not taking credit away from anything that you've done, Matt. You're a monster. So Matt's been able to take that and parlay into what he's doing now. The GSPs of the down. world, you know, the, yeah. the the Chuck Liddells of the world. Back, they, they were massive, man. It's the guys that don't fight for the title, that don't, you know, aren't on the pay-per-view. Yeah. When they get done, that's where it gets dicey, man. Yeah, and, and the sad part would be, running into those guys that didn't even make it to like the top 15. Yes. And all they're talking about when they're 50 is how they fought in the UFC and they can't rub two nickels together. That's a tragedy to me. Or, or their whole mix at a cardio kickboxing gym. That's what yeah, bums right. me out, man. Yeah. 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 It just kills you because it just, they never let that go and they didn't never evolved and moved on and tried to get another skill to, to do something, but they're just content with man. Man, I had a guy, Remember, remember Wiz, uh, Matt. I mean, yeah, the guy, I he was still wearing his golden gloves. That was his proud. I mean, which you should be proud of it, but you got to move on. If you're six, listen, Brendan. If you're successful, everything's good. Once you get that down, you could talk about whatever you want. But if you don't, it starts to look bad. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can't, well, you can't be Tim Sylvia wearing that shit to the fucking club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That yeah. fucking guy. <laughs> that guy, that right. guy he wore his belt to that Vegas club. Yeah, that's. That guy, <laughs> I got. Hey, hey, Brendan, Brendan. I guarantee he still didn't get laid wearing that. <laughs> no, he's too big. Got, oh fuck, he's he needs big. more help than that. He's too big. But anyway, I, I'll tell you what. Now, now, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, Dancing with the Stars for uh, legit actors. When you're going on there, you know, you're on the back nine of life. Now, I feel like <laughs> if fighters yeah. are doing the slap fight league, bro, you. you that that's where I'm like, oh, bro, this is Dancing with the Stars for fighters. If you're in Slap Fight yeah. League, it's not good. Yeah, I would well, say it's I below that, Dancing actually, with the Stars. Hey, I disagree. I think I think Tim Sylvia is perfect for a Slap Fight. <laughs> I, I think he's I think he's more set for that than for anything else on this planet. <laughs> I, I saw Bigfoot Silva. Bigfoot Silva wants to involved the slap fight league. I'm like, who the hell is going to take a slap from Bigfoot Silva? Now, if you, if I would only do it if I get the first slap, because you know he, he's a little chinny. But if he gets to slap you first, he's going undefeated. Yeah, that's funny, man. He's got some. He's got some fucking head on him too. Oh, giant dick beaters for hands. I mean, you're talking oh, about. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Hey, back to the the um the guys when they're done fighting and whatnot. Now this is something I would recommend on a serious note. And Longo knows I've been doing Longo knows me forever. He knows I've been doing this. And, you know, I felt like I was winning just when I was able to do, um, teach jujitsu for a living. Trust me. I am. I felt like if I could just do this. So I overshot, I exceeded my uh, expectations, you know, but I, I fucked that up. 
But I, I you know, I, I shot past where I was For like sure. my, um, yeah, my goal. But my point is, when I felt that was my only, like, I'll be living off, like, at a point, I was living off private lessons. And and then I was teaching a jiu-jitsu course at Columbia University. And I was training and taking some super fights and yada, yada. This is my early 20s. I'm like, look, this is what I'm going to do. Let's say I don't make it to the UFC. I don't make it to a big thing or make a lot of money in fighting. I, I, I'm not going to have a, um, a pension, a pension. So my two pizzeria bosses, I remember these two guys, Nikki and Louie over at Pizza Amore. They told me when I was 17, these two twin brothers, they were heavy smoking cigarettes. They're like, we'll be doing this to the day we die. You go, they go, look, get mutual funds. You put $200 away every month. You don't even think about it. Then over 20 years, you'll have something. In a, and it stuck with me. And I just was doing that at a, at a, when I didn't even have money. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I was I was thinking like, all right, just I thought ahead. And Longo knows I'm a moron. So I thought ahead. I knew enough to know that if this shit wouldn't work out longer, if this shouldn't work out, if this didn't work out for me, I'll have a little something. You know what I mean? Let's take a little break from chatting with Matt, Sarah, and Ray Longo, two of my faves, because man, the NBA finals action is heating up with my friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. My Nuggets are already in it, baby. We swept the freaking Lakers. It's hard to be a Nuggets fan when you're in LA, but it is what it is. But Miami and Boston going down game seven is tonight. You need to make some bank with my friends at DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at a bigger payout with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-U-B, SHOW. New customers can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code SHOBSHOW, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on my nuggets. You don't think they're going to sweep the Heat or the Celtics? If you bet on anybody but the Nuggets, don't use my code. Bet the Nuggets. Shop show. Only at DraftKings. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, Kansas, 20 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after uh, assurance. Opt-in and 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility wagering deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms are still listing. Download DraftKings, promo code SHOP Show, bet on the Nuggets. This episode of the SHOP Show with Ray Longo and Matt Sarah is brought to you by the best Kratom on the planet. I only recommend products that I use, and this freaking Kratom is the best you can get, the most trustworthy. I use it every single show that I do, whether it's stand-up or podcasting. It's Happy Hippo Kratom. I love it. Helps me tackle whatever busy schedule I got for the day. Helps me get stuff done. I'm going to work out right after this episode, and I'm using the Happy Hippo Energy Shot. I use it non-freaking stop. It gives me a good feeling. Gets my mind right. Their Kratom is my hidden gem. All you got to do if you want to try Kratom, whether it's gummies, the Instant Shot, 
the freaking regular shot, the highly concentrated drops, the freaking powders, whatever form you get your Kratom in, we got you. And it's going to be the best you've ever tried. And they also have the K dips, which is Kratom pouches. You know, I like to dip, right? But now I can dip with Kratom. It's tobacco, nicotine free. It's just Kratom in a pouch. Tastes delicious. I use the blue. They have the winter green, they have the blue razzle. I like both, but probably the blue razzle have to decide. But you're talking about Kratom pouches. First to ever market Kratom pouches. Try it out. If you like to get your Kratom, try it the same way you do your nicotine or however you want to dip, all right? And they have it for you. The first ever K-Dips Kratom pouches are here. Go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23. THICK with three Cs, 23, and you save 20% off the entire site, including the K-Dips, including the Kratom uh, energy shots, including the Happy Hippo instant Kratom gummies, whatever you want, you get 20% off. Go to happyhippo.com. Promo code is THICK23, 20% off. You're welcome. Now, for reals, let's get back to the program. I I think what's tough, because, you know, again, credit to you guys. You guys look at your roster like Aljo has his podcast, and he's making good investments outside of fighting. Without it, 100%. Yeah, he's a beast. You let Ally Quinta, who opened up the real estate, he's crushing yes. it. Crushing it. Great. Crushing it. It's tough because you want to tell those guys to do that stuff, but also in order to get to where you want to go in fighting, in the UFC especially, you can't be one foot in, one foot out. So it's this fine kind of balance that these fighters have to do where trust me i'm the first one to tell these guys start your own merch do things that you can do where it's not going to take all your time but you want to have some sort of plan man where you're benefiting off your notoriety right now you don't want to wait till you're retired but it's tough because you know a lot of those other guys aren't doing that all they're worried about is winning fights man so it's a a fine line but you guys seem to figure it out yeah well look the other thing too is I, i said this years ago it was more even with matt wasn't beating GSP. It was the fact he had a great family, he had his businesses. Those are the things, and I and I really always tried to live by by this. Was like a good coach can change a fight, a great coach can change a lifetime. Yeah. So I always kind of wanted to lead by example, be successful myself. But who the fuck would listen to me? I come driving up in a fucking nineteen twenty Studebaker. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm telling everybody what to do on business. You know, yeah. you know those Brendan. You know those guys are out there. Oh yeah. They talk to. Like, you know, I'm, I'm from Missouri. I'd rather, you know, see a winner, watch a winner than listen to one any day of the week. It, it, was, it was that type of mentality. So I really feel great about all of that because all of these guys are successful. 90% of them today are really successful after fighting. And I think that's a, that's a huge, huge thing for me because I feel great about that. And it's what you mean by what is success. I mean, like Longo said, Brendan, He's got. We went to that. We went to the opening of Ally Quinta's real estate uh, um, firm. Like firm is that what you call it? Real estate firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah. Works. Uh, we went in his home. He opened that up in his hometown. They had a DJ out front. His parents were there. The whole fight team was there. I don't know. Like now, look. Would we be more happy if he made? I don't millions and and this and that. I'm not even saying I would be. I don't know. Like what. Why is money the end all? You want to be set up. I'm not against, I'm not hating on money. But I'll tell you right now, if I, the ultimate way of winning is for me is the quality of life. If I had millions, but a goddamn thing different. Like today, I'm a little bit late. I I had to, I tell Chin, I'm going to be running tight because, dude, I was at my school. Why am I at my job on my day off? Cause it's a fucking good time. Correct. I don't know. What am I doing? Yeah. I wasn't teaching, but I was hanging out with the guys. 
went over some fucking Kimura shit. I got this young kid, Tommy, that was got a fight coming. I don't know. We're having fun. And then <laughs> yeah, we're not love. You're doing what no, you yeah, yeah, It's not Brent. really a job. And no, Brent, I'm going to say, yeah, but Matt, like literally 15 years ago, we'd be hanging out and he's like, dude, we're living the dream. Yep. <laughs> and this is 15 years ago. I don't know what we're living now, but if we're living the dream 15 years ago, it's a, it's a long, really good dream because it never ended. No, I think yeah, it, it, show, it, shows, it shows in your fighters. Yeah. I mean, you you look at you you look at Aljo, who I think is the most disrespected fighter in the UFC, for a number of reasons. You know the way he got the belt, and then you know he beat yeah. TJ Dillashaw. It's not his fault. TJ went in with one shoulder. Aljo just did his job, and then you know you look at the the Henry Cejudo fight, which I didn't think was even close um, uh-huh. in any facet. Um, so yeah. I don't know what it's going to take for Aljo to get the the respect, and then. You know, now you, you know, they announced the, the Sugar Sean fight happened in August and Aljo's like, I didn't agree to that. So it just, it gets, he gets more disrespect, but it doesn't seem to get to Aljo. And I think, again, that's credit to you guys. He just, he's just doing his thing, man. He's just doing yeah. his thing where a lot of champions, a lot of guys, you'd be this huge toxic back and forth. And he's like, nah, man, yeah, I'll fight him. I'm not hundred percent, but yeah, let's do it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a little, he's pissed. He's actually pissed about that. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That one actually pissed him off. He, he yeah. now no, I understand he 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 can be pissed, but I, I think these no. guys need to realize that you know at the end of the day, UFC is a business, and you got to do what's best yeah. for yourself. You yeah, got to yeah. play the game, but you got to take care yeah. of yourself. And when I say pissed, I don't mean pissed like us three would be pissed. He he's a thinker. Aljo's a thinker. He's. He's thinking pissed. He's not like motherfucker. You know, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> not not that type of pissed. He's just he thinks it out. And uh, look, he he's surrounded by really good people. He's got great friends. He's got a great family. You know, the whole thing. Like, uh, well, he's, you know, his girl is great. He's going to get married. Yep. Uh, he, he's just in a good spot. Like, I don't think there's any losing at this. And I, I could tell you, if I think the way he's thinking, it's he's already won. He's like already this, won. This. He's already won what's yeah. on the Aljo side. I don't know who's yeah. gonna beat him. With his skill set, he's also in a good yeah. position where it's not like, all right, well, here's this awful matchup. If you want to get him yeah. out or dethrone him, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, man. well, that's what I love about it. He goes, Look, man, you want to do this? I'm gonna show up and piss in your Cheerios again. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be it's gonna be worse. You're gonna force me to do something yep. that you think is gonna go one way and it's not, and then you're gonna be even more mad. Yeah. yeah. Listen. He, and Al just a type of guy, like even when he did an interview, and I can understand if you're promoting a fight, you don't want a guy that's going to be in the main event or whatever being like, I don't know, maybe I'm, I think he, you know, I'm injured or this, I got to see how I feel. I think he's so honest when they ask yeah, him. Yes, without like, oh, well, I just sport, so, you know, let me, you know, I'll make this happen, but let me just, you know, nurse this or whatever. I just think he's an honest guy, but I think he had every intention of fighting, but, you know, listen, either way, I don't think he's a great matchup for Sean, o- Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley's got that. He's very accurate. And I think his grappling is underrated. Agreed. I saw him in a uh, nice hey, hey. match where he, yeah. he guillotined the guy. And he they, he took down Jan almost. And he's he's not horrible on the floor. But there is levels. And I think if, if he just needs one takedown. one he doesn't, Aljo doesn't even need the takedown. No. There's guys that jump up on backs that shouldn't jump up on backs. Yep. A la, a la Chris Weidman, Luke Rockhold. And what, out of character. Yeah. Dude, he gets on that back. It's a round 
winner or a fight ender and it could be you know what i mean so i don't know and i i think i think that that, that's what makes aljo special is he knows where he's special at now where before it was like man aljo's good at this he's kind of good at everything now we know he's an outlier like he knows if he gets on your back this thing's over man yeah and bro i'm gonna tell you a funny story too about aljo because he really he's too honest he speaks (laughs) that's when he's speaking his mind it's almost like he's thinking as he's speaking, but yeah. they did fight pass that uh came in and did like I th- I guess a special on me. They did a some clip. So they want to interview Matt and Aljo. Aljo walks in, I look at him, I go, Aljo, let me tell you something. Lie. I don't care. Lying is acceptable. <laughs> Just fucking lie. Don't start thinking about don't overthink what's going on. I, I didn't even give a shit. I go, you, I want to lie. Forget about it. He'll start breaking it. Then, yeah, I don't know. He was, wasn't looking so good one day. No, seriously. I go, you can't. And I love him. But I go, and he's laughing because he knows. I go, just fucking lie. But more, more, sports, more sports could use that honesty. Like, that's one of the reasons oh, the UFC is so big because you tune in the NFL, NBA, and it's just you're just getting these cookie cutter answers. Like, nah, man, talk a little smack. Be honest with us. Yeah, just be honest. And that's why, again, that's why I think Aljo should have more support. He's he's, yeah, a, he's yeah. you know the UFC's what, what, what old they, slogan as real as it Brent, gets. What, what what about Francis leaving and he was fighting for every fighter in the UFC to get more? Why are people not raising this guy up on their shoulders and going, hey, Francis, thanks? He took the hit. He's almost like. Yeah, I'm not going to kick him to Kurt Flood back in the, you know, with the baseball when they unionized, but he really, I it appeared, was looking out for everybody. I think it's crazy. The Fran, the Fran, yeah, I the, the hate Francis got for that is ridiculous because he's just doing what he thought was best for himself. I actually side with Dana on this where, again, I love Francis. He's been on the show a million times. I absolutely love Francis. Good for him for getting that PFL deal. But I side with Dana on this side when it comes to business because you're looking at a guy who's 36 years old, coming off a knee injury. He's not that active. He's never been a big pay-per-view star. He's asking for all this crazy demands. And Dana goes, we're good. We're good, man. We're going to give you the big the big money fight, John Jones. We know that's going to go well. But after that, we, we can't justify paying you that much money to fight a Pavlovich or a Curtis Blades again or Aspinall because that's probably not going to do well. We're going based off these numbers over here. So we're good to let you go, man. People are upset about that. But if I'm Dana, I don't know if I do it any different. I got to be honest. I'm not shitting on at all. I like Francis, too. He seems like a nice guy. But, hey, man, that Cyril Gaon fight, you know, Tough. Cyril Gaon. It just made a lunkhead fucking decision to lay down with a tree trunk of a leg. He got the single leg take. He got to the fifth round without taking much damage at all. He goes for a takedown between the fourth and fifth round. Let's put it this way. We needed the fifth round. They both needed the fifth round. So what happened? Who made that fucking correction for that fifth round to win it? Cyril Gon did. He got him down without taking a fu- Boom, single leg, I believe it was. And then he fucking lays down with a leg like, oh, I don't know what he was thinking, but that caused him to fight. It was his bad, not Francis is good. Yep. Francis yeah. basically followed him on top. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know, man. It's not like, yo, he showed the champion he is in that fifth round and he he, he weathered and he got him down. No, he fucking played off this dude's mistake. I'm just calling it how I see it. This is exactly how it happened. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, no God doesn't lay down with that leg. He's the champion. Yeah, I, I think, too, with, with the Francis thing, I hope it works out for him. I, I, I'd be curious if going into negotiations with Dana, 
if someone went up to Francis and went, hey, man, that Tyson Fury fight ain't happening. So whatever hill you're going to die on in here, the chance of that Fury fight happening is not good. You're going to end up signing with another MMA organization. I don't know if he makes the same decision, you know, because it doesn't look like we're going to get that Fury fight. So I think the verdict's still out on Francis if he made the right choice. I know he's going for fighter rights and equal pay and all that stuff. I just don't know if he was the guy to do it to make the change. I like that he had the message. I don't know if he was the guy to do it, but we'll find out if Francis made the right choice probably in a year from now. We'll see how this PFL goes. Just looking at the PFL, I think Francis got a great deal. The PFL is going to have a hell of a time trying to get their money out of that. Yeah, no, at that part, I definitely agree with. But again, knowing where Francis came from, again, I think it's already a win for him. Agree. And, you know, and, 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 you know Brendan, everybody, I'm going to do what's right for me. I, I like that. But if everybody does what's right for them, trust me, nothing's ever going to get done. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going in today, what's right for me might be to spend, you know, have dinner with my family. But a guy's got a fight coming up. Agree. So I'm, I'm not going to do what's right for me. I'm going to do what's right for whatever goal I think I'm attaining. And that could be wrong. But uh, that 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 thing always kills me. I'm going to do what's right for me. Yeah, you really. make some if sacrifices. I if I, I would have did what's right for me, I would have got rid of you four years ago. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. If you're going to do what's if you're do what's right for you, I mean, even look at Aljo and Marab. Marab's like, we're not fighting each yeah. other. It's not happening. Now, what's the the smart business thing to do probably fight oh, each other for the title there's no question about that no question about it we get that i get that for sure but i don't know if it's the right thing to do for aljo you know the i would assume yeah. the plan beat sugar sean then go up to 45 and let marab you know do his thing at at 35 that that's probably the best move for both parties i i would think that that would be the likely scenario Quick little break, then we'll jump right back into the convo with Matt, Sarah, and Ray Longo because this episode of The Shop Show is brought to you by Onnit, the one and only, the best nootropic on the planet. We're talking about Alpha Brain. Now, you've heard of Alpha Brain. They've sold over a million bottles. You can try it out risk-free. If you don't love it, they give you your money back. You don't have to return the Alpha Brain. Keep the Alpha Brain, share it with a friend, but they return your money. No questions asked. We got you covered, man. They have the regular Alpha Brain, but they have more than that. They have Alpha Brain Black, the highly concentrated Alpha Brain. They have an instant Alpha Brain, the shots. You get eight ounces of water, put a little of the uh, Alpha Brain in there. You're ready to go. However you want to get your nootropic, this is the best time to do it with on it because you save 10% off by using the promo code shop go to on it.com slash shop you save 10% off all the alpha brain instant black label regular alpha brain they've sold over a million bottles of the best nootropic on the planet you gotta get your mind right with the alpha brain it aids in mental processing it's caffeine free helps you get in the flow state supports your memory helps you remember names which i could definitely use some of these dagestanian fighters and brazilian fighters focus on complex tasks think more clearly under stress react more quickly they got it all for you go to onit.com slash shop you receive 10 percent off all the alpha brain and if you don't love it you get your money back what do you have to lose onit.com slash shop 10 percent off you're welcome Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I believe Aljo said that. In a perfect yeah. world, he'll defend it like once or twice, and then he'll go up, give him Rob his time. And I'll tell you right now, 
I do believe this, and I don't want to, and I do it. I'm not shitting on Volkanovski. He's one of my short, bold, stocky hero. I like him. <laughs> I like that guy. Short king. So uh, my my thing is, I feel if Aljo had that back, and I'm and listen, it's just like the way your the shape your body's shaped. The bigger arms, the bigger guy with a guy with no neck. Aljo with his arms, they're wiry. I believe he'll if he doesn't get the neck, he'll break the jaw. I believe he gets that back. He's finishing. How about that? Oh no, so, I, I agree fully with you. I agree fully with you, Matt. It, you if, know, you do jujitsu, Brendan. You can have a, a smaller, wiry guy on your back. They're worse than the big meatheads. Or not nightmare. That, you know, uh, I mean, uh, compared to, you know, when we talk about even technique and skill, you know, I would say uh, Aljo, when it comes to straight Brazilian jiu-jitsu, is way more versed in that than uh, Makachev is. So if, if Aljo were to get, you know, uh, Volkanovski's back, that, that's a long night in the office for, for, for yeah. Volkanovski. That's a winnable fight. Hell yeah. I, feel. I love that just, fight. I like Volkanovski a lot. How you guys? You guys think uh, your boy, Matt, uh, the steamroller is going to get that fight with Patty? Boy, is he vying for it. Man, he he hasn't. He, I have to tell him not even to mention it in the gym anymore. He just doesn't <laughs> stop. He does just doesn't stop. And every time I think I get him to stop, he waits a week and a half. And he comes back in guns blazing again. He's you really, Maddie's really. He's one of those guys that I don't know. Maybe because in, in, he's not as. No, I don't think he's, he's not horrible in front of the mic or anything. But I think I don't know what it is. But man, every one of his fights are. Oh like, yeah. Fighting as shit. I mean, so he's got three three first round knockouts. That's not three not three knockouts consecutively. Three first round knockouts. Oh no, he's he's crushed right now. I mean, and people people love yeah. the guy. We just need to get him in front of more people. Yeah, and we had him on the week the Monday before his fight with Drew Dober, and Drew Dober's from my neck of the woods. He Drew Dober's yeah. a mother man, and I told Maddie, I said, Maddie. I know you like this, you know, th throw those things in there and go for right. the knockout. Yes. And I said, I'm sure Ray and Matt are telling you, this fight, you, you win it here, buddy. You can't go yeah. in there and just, you know, aim for that chin. Like, this This has to be one of those fights. You got to show, yeah, yeah, in order right. to get to the top 15, it's not It's not about going in there playing Rock'em Sock'em. To begin the top yep. 15, it's here now, bud. Boy, did he do it. Yeah, he did. And I'll tell you, I remember even, like, when I was in there, Rogan goes, that was a that's a huge win. I go, that is 100%. Oof. A huge win. Now, I really, we, I, I can't tell you the respect I got for Drew Dober, you know, and I, I, I was worried going into that fight, too. I mean, I thought we had a great game plan taking away his left hand, but I, still, he's still, the guy's got to do it. But Dober's a, mon I think he's a monster. Oh, monster. I, I, like, Matt, I was person. Matt was yeah, a dog. Matt was a dog going into that fight, too. Y'all, they pretty sizable dog, yeah. too. We we didn't get to see it, and I'm not giving away shit for the future too much because he's used it in the past versus the tarantula. Yeah. Oh Matt, yeah, got, he blends in the takedowns nice. So we didn't get to see yeah, it. Yeah, without fight. a doubt. I'm glad we didn't get to see it because he's got a lot more tools, and he was blending it nice. Yeah, yeah. I the shots to the strikes, and yeah, so yeah. I'm guessing, but it never got to that point. But because he has that power and the way he blends in the takedowns in a longer fight, he's 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 a he's really uh, more more of a threat than than people think. Yeah, he's, he's getting better and better on the floor. He he rolls a lot. I would assume training with those monsters with Marab and Aljo. I would assume his ground game is pretty damn good. Have to be. But I, with I'm curious if the UFC does do that the the Patty versus uh, Maddie fight. I'm curious if they actually do that because you look at that fight on paper. And listen, I, 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 
I love Patty. Pat, Patty's a great kid. Tough fight for Patty, man. You you know, he, he'd be a dog in that fight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree with you. In a weird position because he's coming off a win that everybody feels it's a loss. And you know what I mean? So I it's like, and and you can tell uh, as a guy that, does he have any losses? I'm not in the UFC, but does he have losses in general? Uh, I think Patty has, he had one loss in, uh, ca in uh, Cage Warriors, but the not in the UFC. He, yeah, the way he handled it, and I'm not, and I like Pat. He's a nice kid. Great kid. And he's friends with Meatball McCann and uh, yeah. with you know, Molly. You know, they're, they're, they're cool. But you could tell it hurt him that people were saying he lost. Like he didn't have a, at first he was doubling down on he won. Then, you know, we could fight again. And then it's like, yo, man, just keep keep winning, kid. Don't worry. That's, win or lose or close fight, they're going to talk shit. Correct. You don't you got you're dwelling on that shit. Why are you calling the fight the guy again to show people? I mean, I don't know. I know he's a young kid too. And when I was younger, I was way more off the handle. So I get it, but but, but you Matt, know, I, we, we didn't we didn't have to deal with social media. Different animal I, now, man. These kids get on there and they're getting every comment, every slap dick and harry giving their opinion. And these kids are reading those comments. It, it's and not it's bothering good. them. And it bothers them, trust me. It bothers Big time. Them. I mean, I did, with, with Patty, he said the thing that got to him is he was okay with it, except he was going to move on. And then when he heard Rogan go on his podcast, like, you know, Patty did not win that fight. He said that's the one that got him, you know, because Rogan has yeah. a lot of power. When Rogan says you didn't yeah. win that fight, MMA goes, you didn't win that fight. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, well, that's Rogan's opinion for sure, man. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody's got their own. So, I mean, you don't want him to bit lie about it. And I don't know. I remember definitely feeling he didn't win it, but. I've seen worse decisions too. So that was my know. take exactly, Matt. I I've seen way worse decisions. Even you can't beat this kid up over it. He did his best. Judges gave yeah. to him. Move on, man. I've seen way bigger robberies. You know, you know what the problem too is. It's almost like you go in with some sort of confirmation bias. You don't like him. Yeah. And if do. you don't like him, then you just you you just he lost. Yep. For sure. I I do think he lost, but I think that adds to it too. And plus, we love Jared Gordon, so. I, I, I'm the first guy to say I'm biased. I'm going to say one problem. I'd be the worst e either way. You know what I mean? But uh, Jared's a great kid and Patty's, you know, a little brash. So you want to see those guys humbled a little bit. And I think that's part of the problem too, is that people are going to, that that's the direction they go in. Yeah. Know? Heavy lies. The crown. Like. If you can get all that attention, I think for Patty, can he be a world champion? Sure. Is he there yet in top 15? No, but his, no. his stardom has surpassed his skill level right now. So By there's going to be a lot of hate. And Sugar was that guy for a little bit. But now, when Sugar beat Peter Yan, he kind of justified himself getting all that attention. Patty hasn't got that big win yet. He's just not there. Well, but plus Sugar, if you look at him, he's got great movement. His face is great. He can box. I oh, mean, yeah. He, can, he looks totally different than... Patty's wild. He's wide. He doesn't. He's not. Doesn't look like a a seasoned pro by no means. And and Sugar really does though. He really he, he looks good. Whether he's going to be durable enough to to go to long haul, that's a big factor, mm -hmm. I think. But from the outside looking in, he's he's dangerous for sure. From the outside. And that was a fight with Jan where I was okay with that decision. Where everybody everybody thought that. I mean, the, the majority of people seem to think that Jan won. I was definitely okay with it. I thought it was I, – I remember thinking that O'Malley won. Then I heard the backlash. I go, oh, okay. Spot on. Maybe yeah, same thing. Yeah. Not a robbery. Close, close fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Close. Sugar, got, Sugar won the fight. Nobody, nobody got screwed. Nobody right. got screwed. And I was surprised. I think, again, like what you said about Rogan, 
they see a backstage of Habib going, oh, I can't believe it. So they're like, oh, look, yep. Habib said he thought he won. So, you know, I don't know. I, I thought that was way closer than people gave Sean O'Malley credit for. Now, now, Matt, like, like me, you're, you're tough alumni and, and the ultimate fighters kind of making a, a comeback. Now it's been, it's been dark days for ultimate fighter. There's been about seven people watching the past about 10 years since we left my <laughs> man, but now it's back on mainstream TV. It's back on regular ESPN. You got Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler, you, uh, you excited for the ultimate fighter kind of making a resurgence here. Well, listen, this is what I'm excited about for that show is the participants. I mean, yeah, I'm going to tell yeah. you right now, I don't know your case, Brendan, but that changed my life. I'll tell Longo, I'll be a test to that. Again, mine was kind of a special, I mean, listen, anybody, it's a, it's a gateway to the UFC. That show alone, it showcases your personality. Yes. And it showcases who you are. When I went on that season of The Ultimate Fighter, The Comeback, I didn't look at the prize at the end of it or this or that. I just looked at it like, look, Fight at a time, look at it like a training camp. If worst case scenario, people will get to see me on there. Maybe they'll like me. Maybe I'll get a few more students for my school, which I enjoy doing. So I didn't look, that's how I looked at it. But it did. It changed my fucking life. Me too. It gave me, you know, so it's the reason my wife didn't have to become a school teacher. And uh, <laughs> so, right, Longo, remember that shit? Yeah, so yeah. I was fighter, and it led to that. My thing was the title shot thing. So, I think the opportunity it gives for people is is amazing. No, you know? but look, Brendan, he, he's saying the thing with the personality, which is probably true, but the phone call was, we got one last shot. We got to do this. I mean, if you think about it, that was it. We were focused on it. winning that, that thing yeah. 100%. He goes, listen, there's not going to be another shot. I just got this call. Can we do this? Blah, 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 blah. That was it. It wasn't. You know, I'll let my personality shine through, which obviously well, it did. I think that show is what ruined him because he went fucking berserk. After that show. <laughs> he found out people like this personality. Yeah, man. He even got worse. Brandon, he got worse. Double I, down. I'm, trying to, I'm no. trying to pinpoint the, the time that he just lost his shit. And I'm coming up with that show. That's all that comes up in my mind. Longo, I, I used to hide my comic books when you'd walk in the room. And I was like. <laughs> Now I just flaunt. I tell people. No, I, no. I just as you get older, you give less of a fuck. I agree, That's man. You see the old people, uh, the Brendan. The socks, they don't give a shit. Brendan, I'd walk into the room and I, I, I'd see a comic book on his end table. I'm like, <laughs> you know, just like I say, like you know, I'll tell the story, like you know, so and so did this. I know I had a fighter. That thing made me question everything. I was like, this, guy, this motherfucker's reading comic, comic books. books. <laughs> guy's 30 years old. He's fucking 30. Yeah, the, and he's the, hiding them. The and Ultimate Fighter, man. The, the Ultimate Fighter was, uh, especially back in the day, especially your season, my season, it was a big deal, man. And then for the past couple of years, you know, I don't manage fighters, but if I would, I'd be curious your guys' thoughts on this. I was always under the assumption, if I had a fighter, young fighter trying to get in the UFC, I'd put him on Dana White's Contender Series. I think that's put out the best prospects ever, besides Ultimate Fighter back in the day. Now, if I had a fighter, I would, not this season, but in the past, I would say, go on Dana White Contender Series instead of doing Ultimate Fighter. Nobody's watching Ultimate Fighter. Do Dana White yeah. Contender Series. But now with the Connor and the Chandler, maybe now's the time to go back to Ultimate Fighter. Well, we'll, fi we'll find out. But that Contender Series, honestly, is no joke. You're getting hey, matched up. It, those are tough, those fights, man. Listen, guys, don't sleep on Dana White looking for a fight. What's the matter with <laughs> oh, you? Oh, shit, as as, man. As far as finding talent? Come on, man. Where'd you think you found Jared Gordon? 
some back alley beating someone up. No, man. <laughs> but the, Dana White looking for a fight. Dana, Dana White looking Dana for a fight, and you're, you're on that, right, Matt? Uh, listen, to be transparent, I've, I've, I've never seen it. I do so what? many shows myself. I haven't seen it. But is that a show where he, he goes to an, uh, a fight, and they're just looking for talent? And then does he put the talent on Dana White Contender Series, or that's separate? It, they, some guys, oh, look, the show's been around forever. It's been around for 10 years. You don't have to... You don't have to like Dana to watch to enjoy that show, Brendan. Let me tell you. Matt, hey, Matt, here, here's. I'm not, bring, hey, I'm not bringing up nothing no. between you and my buddy here. Dana. I'm friendly with you, and Dana's my friend. So I'm not bringing up no bullshit. No, there's no but bullshit here. You no, Matt, hold up. Matt, there's no there's no bullshit to be had. I have no no issues with Dana, Matt. Everyone thinks I hate the guy. No, my, my entire business model is based off his business. I have no issues okay. with the guy. I'm just saying I've never seen that show. I loved. I think Dana White Contender Series is the best fight product. You know the UFC's put out. I think the con, you look at the contenders in the UFC now, like that kind of feeder league is brilliant. I, I prefer that to the Ultimate Fighter. That's true, but like you said, you have not seen Dana White <laughs> looking for yeah, a just. Hey, hey, hold on. Ray Longo. Brendan, you don't think I tried my fucking hand at fuck? Hey, Phil the Burner guy, go fuck yourself. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, this is my, my burner. Shit. Hey, Brendan, you don't think I tried my hand at fucking comedy? As as Brian Kalen, I went to the laugh factory. This is what we do. <laughs> I heard. Right. Brendan, I swear to God. Wait, when I'm White looking for a fight, right? What we do is. We look. We go to either these town, whatever fucking state or town. We went to Mexico one time. We go to these smaller events looking for talent, and while we're in that town, we do some wacky shit. I rode a fucking bull. Not even, not no bullshit like some jackass shit. Dana, I'll get, listen, Longo, you got to give him credit for this. The guy no. jumped on a bull when he was fifty something years old. No, without a doubt. No, listen. Yeah. So when we, so we do wacky shit. So we did one in LA. We visited that big donut shop. We made some donuts. And then myself, Dean Thomas, and Dana <laughs> in a spot at the Laugh Factory. Brian Kalen, I when I got off, Brendan, you can relate to this. After your first time doing comedy, didn't it feel like an adrenaline? Like, and I'm not doing it anymore because it's, it's not my thing. But, but after, I felt like I want to fight. You get like yes. an adrenaline rush. Yes, no? Oh yeah, I, I Brendan, are, are you, are you regret, Brendan? Are you regretting this interview? With this <laughs> no, interview? I love it. I love it, man. It's it's Memorial Day. I love it, man. Hey, hey, Brendan, Brendan. Afterwards, I hugged Brian. They got it on, and I went to give him a kiss. But I think we we kind of we went to get a cheek, but I kind of got his mouth a little. Oh yeah, that's Brian. He's full blown gay man. No, Brian, try and suck you, man. You're lucky you didn't pull your pants down. But how 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 did uh, Thomas and Dana do at the Laugh Factory? Now Dana, oh listen, Thomas did good. He used a crutch at the time. He threw out the N word a bunch. Of <laughs> I, I'm not. I couldn't. I couldn't use that. Dude, I couldn't. Such a crutch. Such a crutch, Thomas. I'm not bullshitting you, man. <laughs> you know, he did something. It. it was. It was. But it was funny. He's Dean Thomas. Has about as many jobs as you, Brendan. He's a fucking guy that's just—he's a, he's a very guy. good man. Yeah, I love he's that guy. Very, he's a talented guy. He's a funny man, and I, I'm lucky that I get paid to hang out with that guy. It's really fun. And Dana, Dana had Tony Hinchcliffe. We didn't know this. He fucked us with this. He said it on the episode. 
But this episode, it was supposed to be the tooth. The tooth got kicked off right before this. We left or whatever. So Dean came in on two days' notice and stepped up to the plate. But Dana's way of thinking was, he's going to book this thing. He thought I'd land on my feet because I'm a naturally silly guy. He thought tooth was going to get fucked because the tooth is kind of... <laughs> and then he had something prepared. He was getting personal fucking lessons from Tony Hincliffe. He was, so he had all shit written out. Yeah. Tony's a roast writer. He does kill Tony's show. He's, he's very close with Rogan. Like he brought in a a savage to help him out there. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are good, man. It's a big difference when you get a professional (laughs) writing your shit. Hey, I wrote my one, I only have one bit. It was a Rocky bit. And I, and that was my only thing I had. And it fucking killed. I'm not, listen, there was a UFC crowd. I'm not, I'm not breaking, <laughs> but I am breaking a little, but they did like it. And fucking, uh, and Tony Hinkliffe gave me a compliment. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I made me happy. He doesn't that give a lot fucking, of those out. He doesn't give a lot of those out. So that means a lot. Uh, dude, I asked him and like, if he might've been just bullshitting me, but no. he did tell me yeah. he liked it. So that made me happy, man. So you know. the show's been going on for 10 years and you shoot like in three months or you do it year round. Is there off season? What's going I, on? I, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you when I shoot Brendan, I, I get a phone call or a text. We got this date. We're gonna be over in uh fucking fucking Missouri or Vancouver. Or, I go, all right. I sometimes I don't even know anything else than that. Fucking, <laughs> and then we. So it's very, it's very uh just organic. You know what I mean? We meet up. I know we're gonna have a good time because I get along with Dane. I get along with Dean. Dude, it's a fun. It's just my my secret to success personally. Okay, Longo, write this down. It's, not, it's never too late. <laughs> uh, my secret to success is if I'm having fun, yeah. whether it's my podcast, UFC Unfiltered with Jimmy Norton. Love Jimmy Norton. Uh, I love Jimmy. I love Jimmy. My little bird. Or when Great I do with Dana, Dana White looking for a fight. Or when I'm at my school's fucking seven days a week teaching jujitsu and having a good time. When I'm having a good time, genuinely everybody's kind of having a good time. Yep. You know what I mean? That's just, that's all it is. If I'm not having fun, no one's having fun. Eh. That's how I look at it. Is that, is that what? Wait, is that what you want me to write down? It's <laughs> a lot to write you, down. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, let me ask you something. Let's test the theory out now. Are you having a good time now? What, Cause what, I'm, Papa? What, Papa? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm having a shitty time. That theory sucks. I'm that fucking theory. Time. That theory. Yeah, that thing. I wouldn't write that down if my life depended on it. <laughs> When people watch Dana White looking like these, yes, I'm fun laughing. How about this? How about this? He's still Listen, going, right? No, I'm not playing peekaboo, you cocksucker. <laughs> hey, Brendan, 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 how about this? You've seen Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. What is the best part of that fucking movie? The outtakes. Yes. When you see them dying trying to get through the scene, yep. you know they're really having fun. So I don't know. No, I dig it, man. I'm with you, brother. The people get they vibe, they get the vibes of you're having fun. What you and Brian Kalen? Yeah, Kalen. Yeah. I refuse to correct your correct his, his last name's Callen, but I I'm gonna do the fighting kid after this. So I'm gonna keep telling me call him Kalen. I'm just gonna roast I'm not, him. Hey, oh, Brendan to be awesome. Schlob, schlob. I fuck up your last name. I don't. I call you Brendan. I fuck up your last name. Oh, crazy. I only it's call fighters Mondo. by the first names. Marab, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know his last yeah, name. Marab, I don't know I his think, last name. Refuse to attempt it. Yeah, yeah. You wanna, well, hey, Brendan, you want to laugh? I know Brian. What did you say, Kalen? I'm calling him Callen. Callen. Anyway, I know Brian Callen since the <laughs> '90s, bro. When he was on Mad TV, yeah, he was training at Henzo. Yep, I believe he he got his blue belt there when I was there. So I remember him. I mean, I know Brian for a long time. 
You know, he's always been a fucking good dude. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, he's the I, best. I think he's a great that guy. I love that guy. He's a great guy. No, he's the really, best. And I'll tell you, you know, I went to see his comedy act in Jersey probably a couple of months ago. Well, I don't know, maybe a half a year ago. You, you told but me this. I tell you, Brendan, I was worried. Like, I what do you? Uh, I haven't been to a comedy club in years. I didn't stop laughing. Yeah, I, it was an hour straight. That guy was really he fought. He's really good. Yeah, Callan's a beast. And speaking the, of the, speaking of good yeah. guys, what's what's Weidman up to? Is he is he making a comeback? He want he's, he's yeah, he does. He's looking for an opponent now. <clears throat> oh damn, legs good to go, yeah. and he he's he's back up. And yeah, training? I heard he's kicking. He told me he's kicking like a mule, worse than I guess his leg is stronger than ever. But that's what he's saying. And I talked to people. Uh, down in uh, Carolina, where he is, they said, "No, nah, he's just—he's uh, still killing the room." So, he's—I uh, just got off the phone with him maybe a couple of days ago. He's definitely—he's uh, in pursuit, looking at maybe August or September. Damn, and he's it, it, maybe they put him on that Boston card. And he's also—he's—he got into podcasting too, right? He's—he's he's yeah, start, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it a couple of times, but he's had a couple of different podcasts, I believe. Unless yeah. Sirius picked up the other one, but. Yeah, that part's hard to keep up with everybody, Brendan. Everybody's all over the place. Oh, it was man. nice. It was nice when Aljo's fight. We all went out to dinner. He yeah, yeah, it was great. Day, you know, because we haven't seen him as much because they went to South Carolina. He went, you know, so, you know, I haven't seen his son in so long, too. CJ, all of a sudden he's up to you. Yeah. He's, it's just, it's strange because we know these guys when they didn't have kids. So it's yeah. cute. Like the circle of life thing. Uh, Even how, a lot. How, how, how old are your kids, Matt? <laughs> My kids. Longo's about to call me the uh, F word. Longo, grow up, will you? Will you fuck hey, Longo. Grow up. No, he's, no, you know, talk Brendan, to Brendan about my family without you being a dog prick. He's, he's become very sensitive as he got older. Very sensitive. That's how it goes, man. He, he's a human being at this point. He's crying <laughs> during movies. You can't even look at him the wrong way. He'll stop bawling. That's kids, man. Kids all cry at any given second. Yeah, 100%. There's a yeah. There's a Machine Gun Kelly song that's got me. It's one he's. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> I'm serious it's about him talking to his daughter when he's gone. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Out. Yeah, he writes her a letter basically. Yeah. And then I can't make it through. But I'm driving. I go. This is such a good song. Let me make it through. And then I'm just. Oh, like, I, I can't fucking do it. And I so I, you know. And, I got to get back to my Tahoe, Longo. I'm trying to Durango. I don't like being face to face. It's not funny seeing a bald man cry in traffic. <laughs> and how, how old are the kids, no, Matt? My kids are 14, 12, and 10 in a couple of weeks. Oh, damn. And they're hey, they're all doing a jiu-jitsu tournament soon. It's good. Oh, and damn. my wife, too. Yeah. They all yeah. train. They all train. I love it, man. I love to. it. Yeah. It's yeah, so he, much. He calls me one day, Brendan. He goes, is this normal? I'm crying during a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, dude, I go... Hundred percent. I have been crying for the last ten years at this point. I don't know when it happens, but when it happens, there's no going back. You just start bawling at everything. Yeah, man. Once uh, you have kids, it's just like the life. Life is scary and, and more fragile. And dude, yeah, I'll cry. Yeah, man. without a doubt. Yeah, man. I went to Little Mermaid yesterday. With my kids, I wanted to freaking cry because I was in Little Mermaid. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll just start crying, man. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, God forbid that mermaid gets hurt. It's it's over. <laughs> well, fellas, I know you guys got a busy day, man. I could talk to you guys for freaking hours. I'm telling you, not, Matt, I'm telling you, he, he, Ray was right. Next time I see you guys, it's going to be in person. It's going to be in person. We'll get yeah, you out 100%. of here. You know, I don't I know if I give you the same treatment as looking for a fighter with Dana. I don't have Dana money, but it'd be a good time. 
Well, listen, how about this? Watch the L.A. episode. Could you just do that? You don't like that. If, if you do, you don't. You can forward right past him and get to me. No, <laughs> you have my word. I'll watch you it. Like it. No, I'm going to start watch watching it. I need, I need a new show to watch. I'm going to start watching it. You have my word. Hey, hey, you know what's funny? And I'm not starting a feud up. I'm not starting a feud with you and that Ariel Hawani again. Yeah. But th- we and Ariel have never been the same since that L.A. episode. Because during, and now listen, I had, I had a little bit more time before the fucking light went on. So I got done with my little bit. And I go, look, and this is exactly when Dana threw out, um, he threw him out during that Brock Lesnar The Brock Lesnar, yeah. So, the, he, that happened like the, the day off or some shit. So it was a UFC crowd. So I go, look, now Dane is coming up next. And if anybody handles him, he'll throw you out of your face. And then he fucking threw out every whole body. And I kind of did a little thing there. And it went over better than that. But it was fucking. Crushed. And ever since then, Ariel, I was. I don't know. We didn't get along too well. I don't he is sensitive but. guy. I get it, man. You know, it's the business we're in. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny, though, nowadays? Is that you could have like a little fucking guy like that talk this shit like to you and really be like, I'm going to dig in on Brendan because he knows that. Because listen, we're all civilized human beings. He knows you're not going to get him and just smack him and just make him cry. It's not going to be, you can't do that now. Can't do it. There's too many cameras, there's lawyers. So when people like, so like, like, like a Weasley guy, when a Weasley guy knows, I had Henry Shahudo's coach, that little fucking with the glasses, that little, that little coach piggy. I, Coach Piggy, Coach, what's his name? Coach Piggy, Captain Coward, Eric, that little fuck. Hey, I heard oh, him. Now, Wago, we weren't fighting. My days of fighting are over. I know I still got fucking ass. Oh, now. damn. Thank you, Brendan. But listen, <laughs> my, my point is this. Uh, holy. I seen this guy. Somebody showed me his thing on Ariel Wani. He's got, got all shit written down like Shahudo does. And like, it's one thing if Shahudo wants to talk shit about people and he's fighting them. Why is that little fat fuck mentioning my name? He's nice to me in person. That goofy little fuck. Why are you talking about me? And he goes, he goes, Ray Longo, Puncher. He's, he's doing little, he goes, he's quoting little things about each guy. And Matt Sarah, a hundred pounds heavier than when you fought GSP. And he goes, and you say you're not short, you and you're stocky, you are short. Hey, dude. Who the fuck are you talking to, you little fuck? <laughs> we're not supposed to. We're not fighting, you little twat. Why are you talking about me? That's the business anyway, we live in, man. It sounds like he needs Tony Hinchcliffe to punch up some of his shit talking. Brandon, I just like to have a fucking good time, man. Me too, brother. And you guys are the best time. Next time I see you, it's in person. Yeah. yeah, appreciate you guys, man. Thanks, Ray, Matt. Love you guys, man. Hey, take it easy, guys. Thanks, Brendan. Later, take fellas. All right, that's it, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the very entertaining Matt Sarah and Ray Longo. Two of my faves. Two of my faves. One on the show for a while. Next time you see them, they'll be here for either a food truck or a fight companion in person. It's going to be a grand old time. Uh, I'll be on the road this week. Kind of. I don't have to take a plane. I get to drive to San Diego. La Jolla Comedy Store is this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's at the Comedy Store, one of my favorite venues in all the land. That's two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. I'm working on the Lord's Day. Sunday, one show only at 7 p.m., but two shows Friday, 7 and 9.30, two shows Saturday, 7 and 9.30, then one show on Sunday at 7 p.m. That's in La Jolla, right side, San Diego, the Comedy Store. Tickets at thickboy.com. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode with Ray and Matt. Love you guys. Be safe. Enjoy your Memorial Day. I'll see you around.